Good morning, Raboisai. Ah, Yaakov Rosedale is in the house. Been a year. Tomorrow's going to be a year. A full year, Bemis. Unbelievable. Sponsored by Joe Kawa in loving memory of Yitzchak Moshe ben Yosef Zev, Zechariah Levrocha. Yitzchak Moshe ben Yosef Zev, Kawa. The word Kala is in today's daf. Not that it, uh, I don't know if that's how you pronounce it or not. Something like that. It's within that area. Lerefuas kol choyle amenu. Amen. Psuei koychis habitachon v'nivgei pulot ha'eva b'ilum shem. Ilum shem. I didn't write it. I just print it. Ilum shem is with the ayin. So I'm not going to say who I think who wrote it. Seder. Um, dear Rebelli, I want to thank you again for leading me through Shas and teaching me how to learn Torah with a Geshmak. Your Simchas and Havas Torah is contagious, and I got contaminated by you, Baruch Hashem. I'm sending you something you might want to use and share tomorrow regarding Kiddush and the Beis HaKnesses. It's a shuva from the Or Zarua that really gives light to the Sugya. Here it is. I hope to remember to say a few things. Thanks again. Hope to see you at the Seum, even if I won't take the vaccine. Maybe he means he hopes to get uh, Corona. No, what are the other options? Those are the only two options, Corona or vaccine. David Cantor, Givat Zev. We have Rashi on the... Okay. Rabbi Pesach Waxman says, this is one of the most confusing emails I've ever read. You hear this, Avi? Check this out. I know, I know, but I, I, I got to concentrate. This is very difficult. But I want you, because you're his Talmud. You're Rabbi Waxman's Talmud. And so is Hillel. Maybe you can explain three shot. Here we go. We're in the U.S. We flew here on January 12th to Dallas. To Dallas for grandson's bar mitzvah, and stayed for great-nephew's bris, then to Lakewood and Marlboro for upshare and for grandson. We changed our flight back to Israel three times, finally supposed to leave in February. We're told that if we return, we wouldn't be able to leave Israel for 60 days. And we wanted to come back for Pesach. His name is Pesach, and another grandson's bar mitzvah a week later. So we changed our return home for April 14th. You hear pshat? In the meantime, we're in Marlboro for Purim, and then to Florida Sun for two weeks to be with two children, then to St. Louis with another son, a wedding in Baltimore, then to Chicago for Pesach with daughter's family, then back to Lakewood. If anybody can chazer all these places and all these simchas, my son Avi sends his regards to you. By the way, I'm still with the shir daily on YouTube. Please send regards to the MDY Hevro, that's you and you. The daily shir is, um, listen to this, this is, this is the main part. The daily shir is my only constant during these crazy times. Coming from a guy that's in Marlboro to Lakewood to St. Louis to Chicago back to Chvesvas to Florida Sun, it's the only constant. Thank you, Eli. If you come to Chicago for Pesach, I would like to meet you again. Pesach. Shkoyach, Rabbi Pesach, Waxman. Where is that? It's in Florida somewhere? Oh, upstate New York? Marlboro, New Jersey. Half an hour north of Lakewood. Okay, the Eilam knows where it is. That's the Who? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nachinavi, of course. I don't know what this is. I'm going to go for a different one. Rabbi said, we're holding the Kuf on the base. A lot of people ask me always, where do you come up with all these stories? How come all these stories only happen to you? So I'm going to give you an example. We're all present at this story, at this nace. I'm the only one that noticed it. Me and Dr. Listhouse, maybe. You see, a typical daf consists of Omid Aleph and Omid Beis, and usually if you do your math there, you'll see Omid Aleph is about 45, 50 lines. Omid Beis is usually shorter and easier, also about 40, 45 lines. Total of what? Almost 90 lines of reading. And the way it works is we go pretty nicely on Omid Aleph, then we get to Omid Beis, we rush up a little bit, and we usually almost make it to the end, and then it's about 8, 8.01, and then cheers over. Yesterday, we had a total of maybe 40 lines. 40 lines. Ahmed Aleph, we went normal. Ahmed Bez, we rushed through it, and we didn't even get to the end of the Ahmed Bez. What is that? That's a true nace nigla that I noticed, nobody else noticed. You noticed it? You didn't say a word. Mamisha, nace nigla in. <laughs> you don't want to embarrass me, Rabbi. Shkayach. And Kamos. Alright, Zuck the Hale Gemara. We're holding brand new Sugya, Dafkuvam and Beis. What's amazing about Arabi Psachim is the amount of Allah Lamaisa and just Allah in general that goes. We're not going to go through all the Allahs, obviously. We're going to touch upon a bunch of different Allahs that are get to us on a day to day basis. Says, he's not here today. Okay. Want to point something out, but okay. Says the Gemara. There's a minug to make Kiddush in Shul. The Shulchanach brings that today, the better minug is not to make Kiddush in Shul. We're going to see what, what the Indian is. So they made Kiddush in Shul. We're going to see three Shittos. Two now, and one coming up a little later on Amad Aleph. So the Chazan gets up, makes Kiddush in front of everybody, makes Kiddush. If he goes home and he wants to drink another cup of wine, he must make another Bayer The Bayer he made in Shul is not good enough for the Bayer he needs to make at home. Why? Because there's a Hesachadas. When you move from, pl- to, from one place to another place, that ruins it. You have to make another Bracha. He made Kiddush. And that's it. His yaitz is Kiddush. Why? Because, as we're going to see in a second, there's a concept of Kiddush b'makim suda. And Rav is of the opinion, you don't need Kiddush b'makim suda. I could have Kiddush by itself. I have a suda somewhere else. I was yaitz of the mitzvah. It's like uh, blowing shoifer over here, and then I, I shake lulav over there. One thing has nothing to do with the other. I made Kiddush, so I'm yaitz. I have to make a suda Shabbos? That's somewhere else. I'll do it somewhere else. They're not connected one to another. Yidei Kiddush Yatsu. Ushmul Amar. Shmuel says no. Yaf Yidei Kiddush Layatsu. Rabbi Isai. Big Simcha. We just hit 100 daf into Psachim. Amazing, amazing accomplishment. Af Yidei Kiddush Layatsu. Says Rav, you weren't Yatsu anything. When you come home, you have to make Kiddush again. You have to say Agafen again. 
says the Gemara, So according to Rav, what is the point for him to make Kiddush? Why is he making Kiddush? He was Yaita Kiddush. Why is he repeating Kiddush? Obvious answer. He's not doing it for himself. If he's not married, he doesn't have any children, there's no reason for him to make another Kiddush. But because he has a wife at home, so he's be mighty her. Since anyway, he has to be yaitza again, Kiddush at home. So what's the point for him making Kiddush? And by the way, there's a, it says, the Rajbam brings that everybody should taste from the wine. There's an Indian to taste from the wine. It might not be ma'akev for everybody else, certainly for the person making the bracha, but it's kedai to drink from the wine. Why do you have to make another Kiddush in Shul? Says the Gemara, They're guests, people that hang out, live in the Shul, These are people that live in the Shul. They live in Shul. So first of all, just to bring it home a little bit, Rabbi Vyazer Pilz was saying at a Hesped that the Bacharm had such mysterious nefesh back in the day compared to us. What's mysterious nefesh for Tyre today? How do we describe mysterious nefesh for Tyre? So you learn in a place that doesn't have air conditioning. Wow, mamish, moisen nefesh for Tyre. Moisen nefesh for Tyre back in the day, we're not talking about a long time ago, before the war. People would, would travel to yeshiva knowing that they might never see the parents again. Ever again. Rav Shach saw his mother one time in his life after he went to yeshiva. Just once, for two weeks. That's it. Just, they had a walk for, for weeks, literally. Who did his laundry? I'm not going to go there. The story, he had one shirt that was black. That's what they called him, ukmei. The, 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 the chacham were black. I'm not going to go there. It's gross stuff. Shoes. There's a lot of stories. Of, they didn't have shoes. They didn't have... He said in the Levaya that a, a Bachar came to Yeshiva, finally made it there, all after a week of traveling, comes to Yeshiva, and the Yeshiva says, okay, you want to know about Teg, you know, where are you eating here? Sunday, you're going to eat by so-and-so. Monday, you're going to eat by so-and-so. Wednesday, you're going to eat here. Thursday, you're going to eat there. And he's done, and he says, no, what are you doing here? So the Bachar says, Rebbe, what about Tuesday? He said, you came here to eat, or you came here to learn? How is that? Kids, sir. These are people that hang out in the shul. In the shul. They came to the Briskorov, uh, I think in World War I. They said, what about the mess that the people are doing in the shul? They're running away from the war. The, 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 the shul is a wreck. We need to lock up the shul. He said, it's a great idea. Lock up the shul. You can lock up the shul, but you have to make sure that you take the people into your own home. You don't want to take them into your own home, so make sure the shul. Fine. So people used to hang out in the shul. It was a place to hang out. And those people needed to hear Kiddush. What's amazing is that Taisus asks, and he makes a big deal about it. He goes on and on. How do you eat inside a shul? You cannot eat inside a shul. And if you're going to say they made a t'nai, that's only after the churban and this and that, a whole back and forth. And he says, they don't eat in shul. They don't eat in shul. They eat in the side room of the shul. Look at Taisus on the side. Big thing here. Don't eat in a shul. It's also to eat in shul. All right. So, Bikitzer, these, these people, these, these people need to hear Kiddush. Whether they have food, they don't have food, that's a different story. 
ואוזדו שמואל לטעמי, אין שמואל גוזל שיטוסי. ואומר שמואל, אין קידוש אלו במוקויים סעודו. Here's the famous halacha, famous concept, which unfortunately cost me 25 years of Kiddushim. My first Kiddush, maybe I was 25 years old. My father never let me go to a Kiddush. I didn't know what a Kiddush, I didn't know what Aaron was until I was 20. Why? Because he's a Gronik. And the Gro holds, Kiddush Malkam Suda means literally a Suda. You have to have bread. Now, the good news for everybody else is that you don't really need bread. Any kind of cake is pretty much, uh, according to the Mishabura, the Magna Brahm says, cake is also good. Some Rishonim say, you have to make Kiddush by the Suda. Some Rishonim say, you could also drink another cup of wine. Take another Revius. That's why some, by the Seder, a lot of people drink another Revius. So it's a Suda. Five, uh, two Revius. One Revius for the Kiddush. One Revius for the Suda. But it's better, says the Mishabur, if you're going to be yaitza through wine, it's better to eat a piece of cake or kugel or something like that. That's, that's your Suda. So that's Kiddush b'mokim Suda. Um... The Ben Ishchai says, I just want to say a very, a very cute thing. He said, the Ben Ishchai says that Kiddush b'mokim suda is, you could learn it, you should be mekadosh yourself b'mokim suda. And he says that the chet of other Marishain was b'achila. First chet in the world is eating. So we're here to make up for that chet. So that means that when we eat things, we constantly have to look at the chesherim. There's no worms. There's no nevelas, there's no trefas. And then when you sit at a su'uda, at a Shabbos meal, you're talking to Torah, you make Kaddish the su'uda. That's, he learns in the words, Kiddush b'makayim su'uda. Brachas b'kavana, or you shouldn't eat chalav stam. Yeah. I told you about the guy at Mati Middledorf. The whole, a whole shalachmon is this large, just chalav stam. He's like, this should be your last licks or whatever he said, you know. All the chocolates, can, okay. Toblerone, who gave me a Toblerone? Somebody gave me a Toblerone like this, this big. Morch Ashkenazi gave me, because he was sending it from America. It's expensive. He got me one that, yeah. No, no, it's like a diet. You go to the restaurant the last time, and you eat, and then you go on a diet. I just want to make sure I'm not missing here anything. Oh. There's a, there's a nido in, in, the, in the, it seems like even the Rishonim. A Shiloh. What does Kiddush b'mokim suda mean? Is, is it that you should have Kiddush together with a meal? Or that you have to have a meal together with a Kiddush? A very big nafkamina. What if you only have a glass of wine? Should you make Kiddush by yourself? Or no, you could only make Kiddush when you have a meal. It's a very important Shiloh. If you only have one glass of wine... Is it a brachal of atal? Because you have to make kiddush b'mokim suda, or maybe no. The suda has to have kiddush with it. So, Mel, if I only have one glass of wine, make kiddush. You'll be yaitz mitzvah kiddush. Mitzvah suda is everything. And some people want to say that is, that's exactly why the gain, which is based on rishonim, on the the talmidei rabbeinu yoyna and rabbani tsarfas, they say that kiddush b'mokim suda is with this, with mamish uh, bread, and has to do with that shaila, suda or not suda. Fine. All right, Zog the Gemara. So Shmuel says, Ein Kiddush, Ela, B'makayim, Suda. So Memela, you weren't Yaitza Kiddush at all. You made Kiddush in Shul. There's no Suda there. So you got to go home and make Kiddush again, where the Suda is. Other Nafkimin is the Mashal, the Negetas, and Sukkot. The Mishabura discusses this. I'm not going to go into Halacha exactly, but interesting Shaila. It starts raining. 
It happened to us in Eretz Yisrael. It was unbelievable. The first rain of the season happened during Kiddush on, on, on the first night of Sukkot. Remember that? How many years ago? Four years ago. Mom is during Kiddush. A lot of people had to go inside. So what do you go inside? You make Kiddush inside. And then it stops raining. So you want to go outside. If you have to have Kiddush, you might have to make Kiddush again in your sukkah. Depends where your sukkah is. Backyard, attached to the house. There's a door, not a door. Shaila's like that. Kiddush, Bebakim Suda. Here, in Bnei Yeshiva, somebody asked me, because I give a daf Yomishir, he thought I knew Allah, and uh, not, not connected at all. He said, he was walking to the Kiddush, and he hears a guy screaming, The guy was mighty him. Is he yaitza because he's in the hallway? So, being a Magachir, I said, I don't know the Allah, but I'll just tell you this. I think if you bring the food to you, then it's Bimakim Suda, but you weren't Bimakim Suda. You, the Kiddush has to be Bimakim Suda, you were outside. Now, if you bring the food to you, you're, that's okay. But you going inside will be a problem, I think. Ayn Shum, I'm not passing in halachas. I'm just saying, we have to think how this has ramifications to our day-to-day Kiddush life. Huh? Week to week, it's day. No, people think about this daily. <laughs> you should see, when there's a Kiddush next door, because in our Israel, Kiddush is very rare, and they only serve one or two foods, like a Yushami Kugel with a pickle, and that's it. There's like 20 more mispalalim for some reason. They always, the same guys, same 20 guys always show up. Oh, they hear there's a Kiddush, they show that's if you leave the house, you go to another place. So if you go from one place to another place within the house, not there's three sheetas in the Shulchan Aruch, he brings them all down, that if you see you're in one room and you go from corner to corner, that's one sheeta. If you could see the other room, another sheeta, and from room to room in the house, you don't even see them. From Let's say from the second floor to the... Bottom floor in your own house. Welcome, welcome, is not, is, uh, is considered uh, a makim suda. So you make kiddushir, you're okay over there. Maybe, I don't know, maybe you should be more makbit to, to do it next to where you're going to eat and not walk around. Omalur Rav Onon Bar says Rav Onon Bar Tachlifa, Zivin Sagin, many times, I was present by Shmuel. He came down from the attic to the first floor. Most learn, some learn differently. Most learn that it means that he didn't make Kiddush upstairs. He made Kiddush for the first time downstairs because he didn't want to do, he wanted to be Mikhaim Kiddush Makim Suda. Even in his own house, he held that the second floor to the first floor is not considered Kiddush Makim Suda. Some learn that he made Kiddush upstairs also. Whatever. We're not going to go with that shot. Ravuna also holds that you have to have Kiddush where you're going to eat the meal, or at least some food. He made Kiddush, and then the lamp fell down, so he didn't have, he didn't have light. So he decided, he took all his kalim out, and he went to his son, the famous Rabbi Baravuna, was just getting married then. So there's a lot of light by the wedding, by the whole Shevet Brachas over there. Why did he have to make Kiddush again? He already made Kiddush at home. He made Kiddush in his house, and then the, the lights went out. So he brings his stuff over to his son's house, and he makes Kiddush again. He was in Yaitz's first Kiddush. You have to make Kiddush. Where are you going to have the meal? The bottom line is, if you're just going to have a shot of whiskey, that's a problem.
That's not Kiddush Malkim Suda. You have to eat something, according to everybody. According to the garden, you have to eat. I made a few times, I did a Kiddush and I brought rolls. Maybe one or two people washed Hamaytzi for it. But that, that would be the ultimate. To have a Kiddush, you have Yishami Gogol with a roll. You know how it worked then? People used to bring their own food. It was a whole, it was a different world then. They didn't have a Schick's cater flying in from Florida down to your thing. Different size, different things. Sherry Brachas. Yeah. Vaf Rabbi Sovar Ein Kiddush. No one's just pointing out that he wasn't invited to his own son, Sherry Brachas. He crashed the party after the lights went out. Okay, I hear you see, Rabbi also held this. When I was by Mar's house, meaning the master, Rabbi the master, he used to make Kiddush. You should taste something. Maybe by the time you get back to where you're staying, there won't be any lights. You're not going to have Kiddush over there. It's interesting, some Rishonim actually learned that you're not allowed to make Kiddush when it's dark. You see here, it's dark, you can't make Kiddush. Some say, no, it's, it's just a practical thing. It's not, it's not so easy to make Kiddush and eat. My Kiddush you made, we made over here, you're not Yaitza. So what you should do is, Timu Midi. So you see, some learn, some Rishonim learn, Timu Midi, something. It doesn't say, Timu, you should go have a whole Suda and eat a piece of bread. Timu Midi. It said, no, Timu Midi means bread. Okay. Let's just see for a second. I, I can't ignore all these guys here every day. Yitzhi Spiro's in the house. Leon Welcher. Shalom Aleichem. I haven't seen you in ages. Hanging out again. I see your hand. Shkoyach. Yosef Kessler. Shalom Aleichem. Danny Fine. I don't see you in Beis Medrash. I see you on Zoom. It's not, it's not acceptable. Wow. Okay. Beautiful. Okay. And Barak is sleeping. He has a picture of him sleeping. I hope he's not sleeping. All right. If you're looking for the place, it's two, four, six, eight, nine lines from the bottom. Everything Rabbah did in his life, he did it exactly like Rav when there's Machlech between Rav and Shmuel. There are three things that he, Rabbah went with Shmuel versus Rav. In other words, not one of them is not Kiddush B'makim Suda. So that's the question. Why did he do Kiddush B'makim Suda like Shmuel? Shmuel is of the opinion that you have to have Kiddush in the same place that you eat. That's a sheet of Shmuel. Rav doesn't say it. Rav says, Yidei Kiddush Yatsu. Remember? The last line on Omid Beis, Kupam Beis. Rav says, if somebody makes Kiddush in Shul, he's the Chaz, he makes Kiddush in Shul, he doesn't have to make Kiddush again at home because you don't need Kiddush B'makim Suda. Shmuel says, you do need Kiddush B'makim Suda. All of a sudden, Rabbah is passing like Shmuel. Rabbah only passing like Shmuel three times. Where? Matirin me beged beged. You're permitted, and that's the Allah Chalamaisa. You're allowed to take your tzitzis out of one tzitzis, take the strings out, undo them, and put in another, another beged. Why? You have a nicer beged. You have a rip in this beged. Or, let's say, you want to put tchelis in. <clears throat> Or nice tzitzis. Stam, I, I say it every time, just for Menachem Mateh. Mateh, what? And Yasser Rudensky is not listening right now, but Menachem Mateh, he likes, like the chapim. Mateh, Begit, Begit. 
from Ner Chanukah, you're permitted, you know, the, the, the minig is not to, but you take from, the Allah is, you can take from one candle, and, and you don't have to take from the Shamash, you can take from a candle that's already lit to light another menorah. The famous, famous Rib Shimon, if you're with us in Masechta Shabbos, if you're dragging a bench and you're making a furrow here, you're making a, it could be Chorish, it could be Boina, it's not 100% you're going to do it. It's not Psikresha. It's not 100%. It's a, there's a chance it's going to happen, there's a chance it won't happen. So since you're not Mechavin, you don't have Kavana to, to plow your field. What you want to do is get the bench from place A to place B. Rabbi Shimon holds its mutter. Dovashenim skavin its mutter. So that's a, that's a kula, and he holds like Rabbi Shimon. You're allowed to drag it on Shabbos. As long as you don't have kavana to make a far, to make, uh, how do you say chars in English? A groove. A groove, thank you. It says the Gemara, the answer is, he, he passed like Rav when it came. He never did the kulas of Rav. He only picked the chumras. And now, all of a sudden, so now he's being machmer like Shmuel. He picked the chumra of Shmuel. He picked all the chumras of Rav, and now he, he decided to be machmer himself. You need Kishmogim Suda. Right. In. That's the whole Kiddush. He always went with Rav, of course, L'Chumrah. But even in these things, he went like Shmuel. L'Kula. He went L'Kula in these three things. Now, the question that Rajbam points out here is that you're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to jump from Rav to Rav when you feel like it. A Kula, Chumrah. So he says that's only when they, they contradict each other. The two Allahs contradict. Over here, he took a Chumrah. You're allowed to be Machmer. Says Here comes the third shita. So again, we had Rav and Shmuel. If a Chazam makes Kiddush and Shul, according to Rav, he's not Yaitza the Bari Priyagafen, but he is Yaitza Kiddush. According to Shmuel, he's not Yaitza anything, not even Kiddush. Comes Rabbi Yoichan and says he's even Yaitza Bari Priyagafen. He doesn't have to make another Bari Priyagafen. Three shitas. He doesn't have to say Bari Priyagafen again. He, he tasted it, says Taisvis. He doesn't have to say. Another Bari Priyagafen. By the way, the Rajbam points out, and Rajbam is very much like Allah, different than Rashi. He always tries to point out what Allah is. He says, it's Mashmi from the Sugya, that the Allah is like Shmuel, that you have to do Kiddush Bokim Suda. And he sticks in another Allah is that if I want to be mighty to you, but I'm not eating in your house, let's say there's an Alman or something, you go over to somebody's house, you make Kiddush for them, and you leave, that's okay. Because the Suda is for that person you're making Kiddush for, it's not the person that made the Kiddush. The person that's being yaita the Kiddush has to be by his Suda, not the person making Kiddush and being mighty. I don't know if I should say this joke. It's a joke in Hebrew. It's only for people that speak Hebrew. They say like this in Hebrew. Mamish for Hebrew speakers, it's a corny joke. Oh, shtachol etzet levad, o shani otzi otcha. Benegat to be mighty and yaita. Okay. If you got it, you got it. Not, not. <laughs> the one Hebrew speaker. <laughs> it's a play on words, basically. To be mighty and yaitzi, and the guy tells his friend, either you can leave on your own, or I'll lift you up and take you out of here. 
It's, it's funnier in English? <laughs> you got it. There's not a single person with humor in this room. That's the problem. Okay, okay, okay. Fine. Oy, oy. Just, I just insulted everybody in one shot. It's fine. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> You're the only person I insulted Bihidos. I point I picked you out. Mm. Bring it on, bring it on. What? Ah, that's sounds funny. If you're chazan and shul, you make bari bria. Go off and you yoytze the wine. Vaz Rabbi Yochanan tamei rechon shitosidom Rabbi Yochanan bar Abay Omer Abdas Omer Rabbi Yochanan. Echot shinu yain. I wouldn't turn the page if I were you. Even if you bring a new wine, says Rabbi Yochanan, you don't have to make another bracha. However, points out the Rajbam and Taisvas, there is a concept called atoyva hametiv. It's a very big sugya. We're not going to get into it that much. We have a few minutes. If you bring another wine into the suda, even if it's equal at the end of the day, Toysis talks about it. it has to be better, even if it's worse. But I think we pass in. Don't quote me on this. I think we pass in. Even if it's equal, then you still make a toiv it. But there are six conditions. I don't remember all of them. Nachman Seltzer was in my house. He brought a guy, a, a rav, that wrote a book on it. What's his name again? Rabbi Daniel Travis wrote a safer on just this topic, Travis, and he's, uh, he likes wine, and he wrote uh, a safer about it. The basically, if I can remember, maybe you'll remind me. It, you have to be with another person. You have to have another person. The wine has to come onto the table at a later stage. Do you have to hide it or not? That's different. But he said you don't have to have better wine. At the end of the day, it doesn't have to be better. It has to be more and this. Kids, it says Meshubach. Fine. But the brachat of Ametiv you have to, very important. I just want to point out, Tosis says on the bottom over here, very interesting. You make a toiv Ametiv on anything else, only on wine or anything else. The Ravit says you'd make a toiv Ametiv on another type of bread. You bring in a chash of bread, sourdough, very good. Sourdough, you make a toiv Ametiv. That's Shitas Ravit. Tosis, on the other hand, you look in the last, last line, Tosis. He says, What's that toiv Ametiv? It's brought from Arugi Beitar. You finally, able, the Kaiser was able to bury. That but that's because they took the bodies and the blood of those Haruge Mavas and they were Mezabal the Kramim. They used it to fertilize the wine. So on wine, when you drink the wine, to remember that, that bracha, so to speak, that they were able to, to bury them, we say it's very exact to wine and not to bread. Another idea. Like a person's Why lifter. Yeah. But I'm saying in food. In food, in food wise. And we just turned the page to that Kuf, Aleph, Omid, Beis, turned the Omid by Eli Dykman. Brachavat Slacha for all the MDY team in their everyday lives, for all the hard Avedis HaKodesh they do. And sponsor for Rufur for all Chayli Yisrael, especially from MDY family. Look, I was busy with the Chaylum. Unbelievable. Please consider. Joining the MDY Tehillim group, Tehillim.8minadaf.com. And says Rabbi Yechonah, If you move to another place, and the Gemara is going to slug it up right away, if you go from one place to another place, says Rabbi Yechonah, you don't have to make another bracha, so that's why I don't have to make another bracha on wine. I don't know why Yitzhi Spiro is large on the screen, but how are you doing, Yitzhi Spiro from Chicago? Shalom Aleichem. So, 
I used to work for his father. I told you, I used to be an electrician. His father was the electrician that taught me electro. Anyway, that was a long time ago, 20 years ago. The Rishban points out that this idea of Shinu Makim has nothing to do with wine. It's Allah in all brachas. We happen to be talking about wine. So going to the Rebbe, you don't have to make another bracha. You made a bracha on wine and shul, you're good to go for a while. Meisvei. Shinu Makim Tzorach Levarach says Mefurish in the Braisa, you must make a bracha when you change places. Checkmate on Rebbe Yechner. Rebbe just said, you change places, you don't have to make a bracha. It's a mefurish in the b'raisa. You go to another place, you go from shul to your house, you have to make a bracha. Why am I on the screen, large? Why am I looking at myself here? The guy running the whole Zoom. Okay. Shini mokim tzorch levarach, shini yayin tzorch levarach. Tiyufta de Rebbe Yechner. In fact, it's a bam kash on Rebbe Yechner. Says the Gemara, Yosef Ravidi bar Ovin kamid rav chizdo. Ravidi Barovin was sitting in front of Rav Chizda Vyasa Rav Chizda Ravuna. It's interesting. Just remember, Rav Chizda was saying in the name of Ravuna. In two seconds, he's going to say in the name uh, no one. Now he's saying in the name of Ravuna. This idea that when you move places, you have to start over, you have to make a new bracha. That's if you go from one house to another house. But if you go within the same house, you go from room to room, you don't have to make another bracha. Interesting. What if you go from one, you live in an apartment building like I do. You go from one apartment to another apartment. It's within the same roof. You're going in. So Rabbi Yashif Haskins, that that's considered shinimakim. There's others that say, no, you didn't go under the sky. It's not a shinimakim. Loi. This is a mamish what you're saying that when you that this whole halach of makam and lamakam is from one house to another, but within the same house not. That happens to be a brisa, the brisa of Rav Hainak. By the way, the only time in Shas. So it's either Rav, either they flip the Rash in the base. Either it's Rav Hainak or Bar Hainak. But it's the same thing, only one time. Kivasach. So there's a brisa just like you. Ravuna is telling us a brisa. He didn't hear it. Rishbam does not like this whole line. He says, Ravuna doesn't need to know every brisa. We learned this many times. They didn't know all the brisas. They had to know Mishnais. That you had to know. Every Mishnah you had to know. But brisas, there's many brisas they didn't know. So what's the Gemara's question? You didn't know? Yeah, he didn't know the brisa. Yeah, he, t- he comes to tell you Chiddush in the brisa. Therefore, he, he takes this out. He erases this whole line. Fine. And then Rav Chizda didn't say in the name of Ravuna. He was just saying, and this is going to take us down to the bottom. It's one idea, but it's very, it's, it's long. It's just a lot of words. So there's, there's different types of food. There's water and fruit that you eat and if you leave the house by mistake, you don't have to come back to make the bracha achreina. But bread, if you leave by mistake, if you leave by mistake, you have to come back. We still say you have to come back and make the bracha, make brikas hamazan at home. So the Rajbam says this is going on everything that you need, even a bracha main shalosh, a bracha achreina, a main shalosh. Hold on, Mishina Mokam, this is a machlegs Rishayim here. Avodvarim atunim brachal achreim bim koyman. 
But if you need to return, then you don't have to make another bracha. Why? I'm returning to my meal. I have to return anyways to make my birkas hamazan. I started in my house. I left, I went to Shalom Zachar. I forgot the bench. Happens, right? You leave. Then you come back. But because I'm a chuyiv to come back, so the Shalom Zachar was just a part of my meal. I went to the bathroom for a second, I come back. I didn't make a hefsik. It's one long meal. If, if I drink a cup of water at home and I forgot to make a bracha achreina and I leave, since I'm not a chuyiv to come back, so when I come back, I have to make another bracha. By time of the that at the end of the day, you should really make a, a bracha chreina before you leave. That's what you should do. You might, you might forget, you might, so you make a bracha chreina. doesn't matter what kind of food you, you're eating. Let's say you're eating bread, and you have to come back. You have to make another bracha. Let's say Here, kala, that's why I said it. He's mentioned here. There's... A guy had to leave. In other words, there was an emergency. Not stam, he left. There was a chasen and kala. He wanted to be mesameh chasen and kala. He had to run. I'm using lashon and rishbam. He had to run. He's in a rush. So he gets up and leaves. You don't have to make a birkas hamazon when you leave, and when you come back, you don't have to make another bracha to start off. It's one suda. Says the Gemara, let's qualify this. You're leaving somebody behind. It doesn't mean a Zakh and a Chayla. It means anybody. Typically, a Zakh and a Chayla are not going to run with you to the Shom Zakhar and go be Mesameh Chazagal. They're going to stay home. You need to leave a Shimer. What's the concept of a Shimer? Shimer is not somebody that's going to remind you to bench. Shimer means he's watching the table, he's part of the Suda. For instance, you go to an all-you-can-eat restaurant. I had this chus a couple of times, papagayo. Not zuchron lebrocha, but I'm saying like the whole idea of, kind of restaurants. One day. You go, you go to what? Sunday. Sunday is going to be open. We'll see what happens. Doesn't <laughs> no, no, Adarabe, Yosef, you have a good voice. Adarabe, someday. So... You go, you go on Sunday. You want to go celebrate that all the restaurants are opening back up in their stroll. So you go on Sunday. Huh? Only if you have the, the people that could come into this room now to learn Torah could go to the restaurants. So you celebrate in a restaurant. So a lot of times you go, you go, to, you go to Papagayo. You come with, with 26 friends. And you leave one guy at the table. And you leave. You go home. You spazir. You come back three hours later. You say, no, no, the guy's still at the table. We're still, we're just in the middle of the Suda. And you come back. It's not that he's reminding you to eat. He, he, he didn't leave. They can't, they can't close the meal. He's there. He's there at the table. That's what it means. Shimer. You leave one guy behind. And he, then the Suda continues. This is the problem according to what we just learned in Shmuel of Chizda. If you don't leave anybody behind, when you leave, you have to make a bracha. You have to make a first bracha. But why? According to Shmuel, if you're, uh, according to Chizda, if you're in the middle of eating certain foods, according to Rishbam, it could be any food, a uh, cake, that you have to make a bracha on, you're eating Shiva Saminim, for instance, so you don't have to make a bracha when you leave. Why? Because you're required, according to Basil, to come back and make a bracha. So it's considered one suda. So you don't have to make brachas when you leave and when you come back. 
Over here it's saying that you do have to if you don't leave an old man. Why? According to the Rebchizah, you don't have to make any bracha. That's the kasha. From the fact that it says they had to uproot their feet to leave. We're talking about they were mechuyiv to leave. There's a chasen. You had to go. You have to go. It says akru. They, they uprooted themselves. They weren't drinking a cup of water. When you drink a cup of water, it doesn't say the lashon akru. You uprooted yourself. You left. Over here, you had to. In other words, you're in the middle of eating bread or something that requires you to come back. And it's only because it's only because you left somebody there. That's why you don't have to make a brach when you leave and come back. But it says mafurish. If you didn't leave a zagan chayla. You do have to make a bracha. Kashul Arav Chizda, who says you don't have to make a bracha, Tchila. So that, uh, who is it that points out here? Taisvis? Uh, yeah. Taisvis points out that you never have to make, only one bracha achrein is enough. When you come back home, if you forgot by mistake, you don't say, oh, let me bench for what I forgot before, and then let me make another bracha on that. You only have to make another bracha rishayna and one bracha at the end, he says. Well, if you're going to leave, but he said, no, time out. Let me qualify this. When you leave, you should make a birgas hamazah. Just in case you forget and you get uh, you held up over there and you stay six hours at the Shalom Zohar. So make a, make a birgas hamazah. But let's say you forgot and you come back. Don't make a, uh, a birgas hamazah on what you forgot and then make another birgas hamazah and then a birgas hamazah. Just another birgas hamazah. But that's what it says, you should make another because I'm going to say, more answers. Who's this whole thing? It's not Rav Chizda at all. It's Rabbi Yehuda. So you don't have a kasha. We'll continue here. Tomorrow, have a wonderful day.